Hey Shillies, hope you're having a great week. Today is our 100th episode. Yay, so exciting. I just want to take this time to thank our listeners, even if this is your first episode or if this is your 100th. It really means the world to me that you're listening and enjoying. And if you are enjoying, feel free to like, subscribe, even join the Patreon if that's you know, something you're into. But today we have a really fun guest. It's actually someone from my high school. So I've known her for years. She's super funny and weird and spooky, just like the rest of us. So I really, I think you're going to enjoy it. You're listening to Real Chills with Meg Getz. Real scary, real silly, real stories. everybody welcome to real chills today i have a very good friend of mine i'm super excited to have her as a guest my guest for today is anna vita anna how are you good good how are you good excited you can finally be on the podcast i know i have like so many different types of stories so (laughs) yeah can't wait i'm so excited um and we always start by asking the guests the same question so where do you stand with the paranormal are you more of a true believer or are you skeptical i'm definitely more of a true believer but that's also because i've just had so many different (laughs) experiences that you know it'd be very hard to remain skeptical (laughs) you know yeah were you originally more of a skeptic and then these experiences brought you over yeah, like I was when I was younger, but then I just, I don't know if I just started becoming more open-minded to it all. And then maybe it was like an energy shift for me and then just, just spiraled, you know? Totally, <laughs> so, yeah. You opened yourself up to it and then. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I regretted that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's hear your story. Okay. So this is probably the one that stuck out to me the most and It was a little odd. I remember like getting out of the hospital for, you know, like a night shift and um, I walked out and a nurse just looked over at me and she's like, hey, that looks like something out of a horror movie, like super panicked. And I looked down and there were like three ravens like surrounding me in a circle. It was so dark outside too. It was like, you know, were my eyes like playing tricks on me, but it made me a little more nervous that like someone called you know, me out on that. It wasn't just like something I thought I was hallucinating. After that, there were some bad events that happened to me like afterwards. So it was a weird thing for me to notice that like every time I see these ravens or crows, whatever, same family, they're usually like, I guess I learned that they were like the messengers, I guess, you know, spiritually is what they're known for. So they're kind of like there to let you know, like, hey, something may happen, either Mm -hmm. bad or good, but it's usually like a major major deal at least that's for from my perspective like is how you know it all turned around so like every time after that if I had an encounter with a raven it was like <laughs> what am I gonna so there were other times where things like happened yeah yeah like uh, multiple times actually and then like you know and then some were good and some were bad but usually they were just like a very major life change so sometimes like a warning or sometimes like just a heads up you know pay attention are they alive or are they dead the bird yeah oh (laughs) Uh, no (laughs) No, i mean yeah i don't know who else would i be talking about (laughs) 
know. I mean, I hope they're alive and they're surrounding me in a circle. <laughs> well, yeah, those are, but not all of them have to be. Yeah, yeah, no, they're all alive, thank God. <laughs> wow. They're also just eating dead other birds, but, you know. Right, right. The ravens were always alive. I mean, so those were like the major events, but there was a lot of like things that happened afterwards where I was like, whoa, you know, like that, that main one was probably one of the worst events that like followed. So it depends. Like sometimes I get nervous when I still see them, like, you know, I'm not sure (laughs) what I should expect. Interesting. So you had like a major traumatic event after seeing them? Yeah. So for me, it was like, you know, someone I lost. Right shortly after, which was crazy. And then, you know, once that person passed, also, I saw them outside of like, in my neighborhood, like, they were like sitting on the houses. And I I felt like they were looking at me, like I could tell, like, they're aware. And then other mm-hmm. times, like I saw them on, on the side of the road, or like outside of my window, and they would just, they're one of those like few birds that like, don't get afraid, you know, like, if right. I'm like driving with my car, they don't fly away, they kind of just back up and like observed so and then I realized they're also like um a, I guess spiritual animals for uh Aquariuses so for my astrology oh you're an Aquarius that's so yeah. funny well, that makes so bad. much sense no they're fun Aquariuses are good they're you're is that a water that's a water sign right you know we're very misunderstood <laughs> um it's a water ba- oh what is it a water bearer but it's actually an air sign so air. It's not- yeah see I, I always yeah. do that and then I always get like Pisces and Aquarius yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Which is odd, you know, with it being like <laughs> aqua. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Such a misunderstood sign, you know? <laughs> you think? I don't think you get a lot of hate. I feel like Aquariuses are like, you know, I think they're the one thing the the hate is maybe attention seeking. That's the only one I've heard. Other than that, they're like fun, happy go lucky, free loving. Yeah, they're uh we're very unpredictable, I guess. Like we can have many different personalities are adapted to different situations and you know like I'm like an ambivert so I can be like crazy outgoing or crazy <laughs> you know like I need sure. to recharge at home so it, they're just nuts but yeah they're the sign for and ravens are connected to yeah uh they're actually the uh spiritual sign spiritual animal sign for Aquariuses I've never heard of that before spiritual animal like there's like different animals yes. assigned to each yeah so for example like leos are you know have lions oh okay yeah that makes perfect so sense it depends i think an aries had a bear if i remember correctly i don't remember all of them oh i think amanda's uh sagittarius was a swan amanda's my sister <laughs> we're twins so also mine <laughs> God, she didn't say didn't. megs <laughs> i see where your loyalty lies anna that's fine <laughs> <laughs> the swan a sw- that's yeah. an interesting one yeah so if we if i see a swan i should watch my back is that what you're telling me or maybe just pay close attention who knows yeah. what message you what you feel or think in that moment you know so do you do anything differently now when you see ravens because you've had it like you've seen correlations now do you do you take a second and meditate on it um i I do to see how I feel, um, but I still always get nervous just because there are so many times there I had a bad experience afterwards. So it was like a warning. So every time I see them, like I try to remain positive, but it's kind of hard to, and you know, it's, it can be so negative. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Cause you can take it as a warning and be like ready 
for something that's going to be challenging you, I guess. Yeah. Um, so now when I see them, they're usually, um, like near me, like, you know, in a tree or like, you know, on the street or something like that. But that one time they did surround me in a circle and that was like one of the worst things I've experienced afterwards. So that's, I think as long as they don't like, (laughs) I don't know, do some like horror movie things on me. Right. So they like were literally above your head swirling by you in a circle. No, they were actually walking. Like they were like by my feet. And I didn't what? know. I'm like, I thought they the were flying. I didn't no. know they were. They were like on the ground and I didn't notice because I kept walking. So I'm like, how the heck do they continue walking in a circle with me walking forward? Like that's oh. kind of crazy. But the nurse was the one who called me out and I didn't know until I looked down. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, if I was that nurse, I would tell you too. I'd be like, are you creating a bird cult? Like, what is this? Yeah. Why are they, are they your minions? Why are they following you? That yeah. is so, I would be so creeped out if any birds did that to me. I was because it was so dark outside. Like it was nighttime or, you know, getting there. And the way she said it freaked me out. <laughs> she was like, that looks like something out of a horror movie. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And I looked out and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> you had some sort of like negative energy. Something yeah. was. I was like, I either have really bad energy. So I thought at first, but then I started noticing that they always come around as like a messenger. Like they're kind of, that was like a warning, I think to me, like, Hey, something may happen. A big warning too. With a huge warning. Cause after that, they were always, they always just kind of had their eye on me. Like every, I could, I could feel like they were looking over like, and they weren't afraid. They were just like, Hey, (laughs) yeah. I think one actually just sat on my car and like looked over and then a yeah, and then a few other ones like came along too. So I just saw them through my car and they just looked at me, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything bad. It was actually with like a job shift. Um, oh, that's yeah, so funny. So, like, but I still get paranoid. Like, oh, uh, that's so interesting. Go either way, you know? Because I feel like a lot of skeptics would be like, oh, you know, you'll always see birds or you'll always see crows or whatever. But I'm just thinking like my experience and maybe it's because I'm not looking out for them so now I'm definitely going to start looking like I don't have that many like close-up experiences I mean obviously in Philly there's like pigeons everywhere but like like <laughs> crows and ravens like I don't I don't really see yeah them as much. and it's crazy because like every bird or every animal signifies like something new you know or something different so like ravens are the messengers between like different realms I guess Mm. so between like earth and heaven or earth and hell whatever there are the messengers that kind of you know give you warnings or or those kinds of things but there are other birds or animals that like symbolize different meanings so it's all like dependent on that so it's like how do you feel and then usually like when I look it up later because I've had other bird experiences as well and then I'm like oh this means like new beginnings or new what hope. are your other bird experiences yeah. if you want to tell you don't have to <laughs> yeah. um I think I don't remember what I think it was like a red cardinal um and it and it was like a symbol from and it was mother's day and it was it symbolizes like someone from heaven like missing you and it was my, I think it was my grandma maybe like because my mom and I were sitting there together and like when we saw and the bird it was so crazy because like usually they like usually fly away whenever I used to see them like at least those specific birds but this one um it's like she the bird jumped on a closer branch and I was able to take like a photo of it but like 
they were like, Hey, I'm, I'll give you like, you know, five seconds for this photo and I'm out. <laughs> but they had like, you know, some have like good experiences. Um, but the Ravens are always like a major life event or Hey, a warning or a heads up of some sort. Like, so it's, so it's different. But then I also started thinking like, is this maybe because animals feel different energies? So could it that oh. have just been, you know, like I remember being like really sick. I think I know probably shouldn't share this. This might be a little TMI, but like I had like, you know, a UTI one time, like a bladder <laughs> infection. It's not that <laughs> UTI. Had, it's not the worst we've heard, but. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and I had like, honestly, I think I was at, I think I was at Amanda's house here or maybe it was my friend Lily's, but I had like two dogs and a cat sit on me in that Aww. particular area. <laughs> so they were like, they knew. they knew. And it's like, then I tested it out. Like, you know, if I'm feeling like really down, like, you know, animals are tend to be more cuddly or, you know, they, they lay around you more. So it, I think they just maybe feel energy, you know? I, I believe know, that. I always think, <laughs> no, I, I totally, I always think that Darcy knows when I'm sad. That's like my big thing is I'm like, she can be a real pain and she's not very cuddly, but if I'm having like a particularly stressful day, she is on top of me, whether I want her to be yeah. or not. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think this happened like with my sister's cat too. She like cuddled her um, on her stomach and that's when, you know, she discovered she was pregnant. So it's also wow, like, that's yeah. so cool. And then I heard like stories of people who had like cancers and, and like the animals just gravitated towards those areas. It's, I don't know, it's wild. I can't know that type of stuff though. Cause I'm like neurotic. And I feel like every time <laughs> she sniffed or licked an elbow, I'd be like, what is it? Elbow cancer. How long do I have to live? Darcy, meow it out. <laughs> Honestly, <same>. like, <laughs> please. Yeah. So I can't know stuff like that, but that does kind of answer a question I was going to ask you, which is like, do you think there's something like a protector or like something sending you these birds or, or you think it's just their animal instinct that they, they know something's coming. They can sense like energy building around you, either it's negative or positive. I'm not sure if like maybe guardian angels or, you know, our loved ones influence that, mm-hmm. or if it's something that they go based off of energy fields. I have, I, I don't know, but I have had some like experiences um you know with just loved ones too so I don't know maybe they do play a a role in influencing that but like with loved ones like visiting you you oh my gosh uh so yeah one of my closest friends Susanna gave me a call like um in the winter time and she's like hey I know this may sound a little strange but I have like this Polish speaking woman talking to me and I don't understand what she's trying to say I'm like okay like you know just try your your best you know and then we figured out that it was my grandma because she gave the initials r and p which are uh rosalia pikachek and apparently my grandma's like well my sister was on her honeymoon at this point right and my- <laughs> your grandma's bothering her oh no, yeah, no this and my grandma's <laughs> like hey tell your sister that she should take a pregnancy test in like a few days like a, like a few like maybe four to five days to take a pregnancy test Patty's like, no way. Like I'm supposed to get my period literally then. And she was pregnant. <laughs> so it was just wild. Cause like my friend does not speak any Polish whatsoever. So it was just funny trying to hear her like pronounce like certain wow. words. Wow. Like, trying to understand that. But yeah, that was, that was a big one. Is your friend <laughs> a psychic, like a medium? Is this like a normal thing for her? 
Um, she's like very, very empathetic and very in tune to energies. So when she does get to those meditative states or sometimes it's just very random, she does kind of like communicate with, you know, loved ones and her, your spirit guides. That's, that's amazing. So this whole episode, like for me, I feel like it's like re-energizing or like giving me like a message of like paying attention more. Cause I feel like I don't like like, I feel like paying attention to your surroundings and like what like animals might be telling you and also just like your dreams, because I feel like I have such wild dreams. Like if a lady was talking to me in Polish in one of my dreams, I don't know if I'd send you the message. <laughs> like if your grandma <laughs> might've come to me first, honestly, because like <laughs> if she did, I would have woken up and be like, that was crazy. All right. Time to get to work, I guess. You know, like I would not have yeah. even thought to, to sit with it and be like, oh, this is definitely like another language and not my brain, like mixing up everything, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. I've definitely had dreams too. And those are very tricky because I know like DMT is released when you're, when you're born, when you die and when you dream. I so didn't like, know that. I didn't know it was. Yeah, awesome. That's crazy. I learned that recently and I'm like, whoa, that explains a lot of why you can have like spiritual dreams and have like intense meanings with all of that. Yeah. So I've, and I've had like two premonitions. They were not good ones, but they were there. Um, so I feel like once I'm, once I started becoming more in tune and trusting my intuition, I started noticing more, but I feel like it, that can be like a dangerous route. Like you have to always envision like a white light because you can, I don't know, allow some negative energy to come in, but so that can be kind of tricky. (laughs) So do you feel like you've had that happen? Cause I've never, I've never, I don't know. Part of me, maybe I have like a white light because I just don't believe that those things have control over. Like I, I believe they exist and I want to be part of it or, or interact with like the good parts of it. But I also think that as a living person, I, I just have this belief that we're probably stronger. And I, I wonder if that gives me like the strength to not be like overcome, you know? Yeah, I was just going to say that um, because when I started experiencing like negative energy, it was mainly because I was so afraid. And then I think it grew off of the fear that I had. Yeah, totally. So I think like, you know, sometimes when people um, are, I don't know, a little oblivious to like the signs, it in a way protects them, you know, yeah. or if you don't allow those like negative or emotions, like such as fear, it you know, changes things. Yeah. So it's all about like just being mentally aware and strong. <laughs> strong. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And it's like doing some like fist bumps to get us hype. <laughs> I do kind of think, you know, spirit like being connected to the other side is kind of like exercising where you do have to try though because like I feel like people kind of shut it out or you know like the equivalent of not exercising and then they don't see the things and then they're like it's not real and it's like no you literally told everything you don't want to see or hear it so you're not going to and it's like such a weird uh state of mind to get into like I do agree that like uh meditation is like your best friend when it comes to those things because it's about like just silencing your mind to allow the energy to flow. Like, you know, like right before you fall asleep, yeah. but you're still awake. It's like that right there, you know? I That's love like you that spot. I could live in that spot where you're like, so your mind is actually quiet and you're relaxed. Yeah. Ugh, I love that feeling. 
that's like when energy flows but yeah I've had so many like good and bad experiences but now I'm like okay the most important lesson I learned is to just like imagine that white light or not allow like the fear to you know make things worse because then I think you like almost create it you know like sometimes your negative energy like if you're you're nervous or you fear it too much it like grows and makes everything worse like totally yeah, I have like some really vivid dreams too. I, like, I feel like within the last like year or two, I've been having a lot of like scary ocean dreams. I haven't looked up what it means. Oh, 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 <laughs> I wait, need to I check. Wait, what kind of water was it? Like, was it, you know, rough? Was it smooth? It was rough. It was really, it's like, it's rough, but it's not like overtaking me. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Was there sunshine or were you like swimming in the water? Um, not swimming in the water, still on the boat, but it's like rocking and scary. And I think it was raining. I don't think it was sunny. This is the most recent one that I had, but it's a lot of those like big waves mostly. So interesting. Yeah. You might be going through some like emotional distress, like, or something's bothering you subconsciously that you're not dealing with. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's what we bury subconsciously that comes out dream so a lot of it's like (laughs) talking to your conscious mind in the morning like hey you should probably watch out I should look it up I don't know I feel like I've been so busy so maybe that's what it I like I don't really know how to relax like all of my relaxation tools are are also hobbies that I'm I'm taking too far sort of you know like comedy and the paranormal does that make sense like yeah you might be disassociating with certain emotions and then subconsciously you're like okay building up here like you know or um, rocky water you know yeah yeah well I'm gonna be on vacation in in two weeks so hopefully (laughs) no not that kind of water though (laughs) no ocean dreams uh just gotta you know relax a little bit you there come come into the garage what What's happening? Why? What's happening in there? Get in the garage, my dude. Dude, you're not move. Cl- I Dan. don't know. Dan, move closer to the garage. No, come on. It's me. I'm. I'm not on this show, but it's our friends, Luke and and Jeff and Mike, and they do a show about music, and it's called Get in the Garage. I'm trying to do a thing here, Dan. Oh, it's a podcast. That's way less creepy than I when I thought you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dan, come to the garage where we talk about all things music. And all things fun with my friends actually from home. It's fun that they're not comedians, right? Like it's weird to get like a different example of humor from normies. Yeah. People like things. Normal people that like things that like aren't like hate themselves from comedy, which is I think a glittering, uh, a glittering example of what this podcast is. It is Get in the Garage with Luke Roberge, Mike Thresher, Jeff May. They're all great. They're all got amazing uh hot takes stories opinions about the world of music right now it's a celebration it's a celebration of rock and roll and and all things beautiful and and joyous yeah check out get in the garage comes out every week on the wasted robot network now that i've (laughs) told everyone (laughs) If anyone listening has any idea what's going on with me, I'm happy to hear it. I actually prepared some stories for you. Do you want to get into them? Yes, please. Amanda, oh, by the way, I don't, I'm sure I've told you already, listeners, but Manda's my sister and Manda is Anna's best friend. 
Hey. <laughs> she, they're actually hanging out tonight and she was so mad that I stole Anna away. <laughs> and I was like, the listeners need to hear this. So how dare uh, she? <laughs> yeah. Did Amanda tell you that what the stories were? Because I told Oh, her. about some Polish castles. Yeah. Are you, what do you think <laughs> about that? Okay. I'm excited. Are they haunted? Like, where are we going with this? Yeah, <laughs> they are haunted and also hard to Ooh. pronounce. So I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> To not sound like an idiot. So again, listeners, context you might need. Anna is Anna's family is from Poland. You're from Poland too, right? You're you came over as a baby. Yeah, my parents won the visa lottery um, when I was three, so we all my immediate family um, moved here to the states. That's so cool. Yes. Okay. So, and I this is so dumb. I was like, I didn't even realize. Like when I think of European like castles, I'm thinking like Scotland. I didn't even realize how many castles Poland has. It's insane. Yeah, there's there's a lot. I was telling Dan and he's like, yeah, they have royalty. And I was like, all right, I'm not good at history. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) I got to work on it. I'm working on it. It's all good. So uh, the first castle I want to talk about, it is Sajoka. Does that sound, uh, in, how does it in it's spelt c-z-h-o-c-a it was like i, I i'm pronouncing it from a, a thing like they read it out loud for me and i wrote it down the way it sounded and it was like joke uh joka castle well c-z is a ch so Shoka. it's gonna be it's gonna be pronounced very different Hotza? i don't know i've never Hotza? heard of that one so it's in suka? This one out <laughs> sounding like an idiot too <laughs> also you speak polish and you're like well i can't that's like when people see some of the pennsylvania names like pensaken and so they're like no we're not doing this today that's hard yeah but i'm this google this is embarrassing no that's okay it's in suka s-u-c-h-a does that sound familiar s-c-z-u-k no it's i'm not i'm not Anyway, I swear this is a castle in Poland, even though Anna has just taken away all my credibility. (laughs) (laughs) According to the article, Old Haunts, Exploring Poland's Spookiest Spots by Anna Seimer, visitors may meet the castle's first spectral inhabitants on the bridge that leads into the castle gates. These are the spirits of mourners who attended a funeral procession in 1719. While in the procession, the bridge collapsed underneath them, toppling the procession to their watery death in the moat below. Their moans, in turn, are drowned out by the cries coming from the well in the courtyard. So that was the first one. So in 1719, during a funeral procession, the bridge gave out and a lot of people die. And sometimes they say you can like hear like yells or moans from the moat. Whoa. Crazy. That's scary. That makes me wonder, like, if you die a tragic death, do you even know you're dead? Like, are they just like living in that m- moment over and over again? Oh, like, that's such a bummer, dude. I really hope not. I hope they're just like, oh, let's make this scary for the living. <laughs> you know, like they're fine and they're just scaring us. But. Yeah, like, I think why you're right. screaming, you know, like are they just stuck in the same place? Like that's horrible. Who designed that? That's <laughs> the <a> bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they made the moat to moan <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was an accident. At least that's what the reports say. But yeah. And then so this article kind of like goes from spot to spot really fast. So 
if I pause, that's what's going on. So their moans can be sometimes drowned out by the cries coming from the well in the courtyard. It is a cry of the unfaithful wife of Joaquim von Nistitz, one of the castle's owners. Shut up, Anna. <laughs> this is supposed to be scary. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As a punishment for her dastardly deeds, the husband ordered his wife be drowned in the well. Her child, a fruit of her love affair, was bricked up in the castle's chimney. Even today, the cries of the baby can be heard in the castle walls. Wow, what a psychopath. Like, why yeah. the baby? Because it's I not- mean, the wife too, of course, but the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so she, she lived a good life, whatever. <laughs> 20 was probably, you know, old for that, those times. Yeah, the baby was innocent. Like, <laughs> Well, because yeah. it was, it was like the, it wasn't his baby. It was the the person she had the affairs with, baby. Yeah, I don't know. Castles are kind of spooky. Like they have so many like hidden chambers and like so dark but cool. Dark stuff. Yeah. I would just be afraid to like take back like some evil spirits with me, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah sure. <laughs> Let me come with you. I would be afraid to take back a crying baby ghost with me. That sounds oh my God. I know. Like, like- can you even get mad at it? You know? Like- <laughs> I mean, eventually. I mean, not to be too dark, but that even just like at the time, if he was like, brick it up, I'd be like, are you sure? Because we're going to hear it crying for at least <laughs> two days. Right? Like a crying baby and you can't even like enjoy it, you know? Like- <laughs> what do you mean enjoy? <laughs> like, you know, you like mean- babies are cute usually. Oh, but, like, yeah. You, know, you, you meant like, like take care of little- it and yeah, like scrunched you, up you know, sad you face. You're like, yeah. oh, it's putting like a light. But if you're like a crying baby, like that's just like, I don't know, for one, annoying and two, sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. You can't get it's a baby. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's it's such a bummer. I do think maybe someone needs to go in and try to like cleanse or like help these spirits. Yeah, but how do you cleanse a baby spirit? Like, do they even know what's going on? You know, like like are they conscious? Like a nut like consciously aware of what's going on like their babies right like their brains were not developed when they died like what i don't know i think to some degree they they can but it also is like a question of like like there's two types of hauntings there's you know the ghost is in the moment right now crying or it's like an imprint of what happened and that might be what's happening more here with like all of these hauntings where it's like they're all very extreme like super extreme tragedies you know, dying way too young for no good reason. So it could just be like the trauma is keeping the energy there. And if that's the case, then I feel like it'd be way easier to cleanse than like say a baby, an actual baby ghost in the wall. Oh, it's just so scary though. And, but there's more. You know? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the article goes on to say the castle's owners generally seem to be unlucky with women. Guchao used to throw his unfaithful wives, apparently he had several spouses, straight into the castle's dungeons through a secret trapdoor hidden in his bedroom. Even today, their poor souls remain imprisoned in, a, in the maze of underground corridors. Remind me to never go there. This one know. is really bad. <laughs> this is a bad look for women. Like, I don't want to go mm. here. The men here mm. are rough. But yeah, it's, it, it really is interesting how, how tragic it is. <laughs> the, the last one, it's not funny. But I totally fight with my siblings, so I kind of, I don't want to say I understand. So the final one is the the oldest ghostly resident, the white lady. 
She's the apparition of Gertrude, who used to live in the castle with her brother in the 15th century. To take vengeance on her sibling after a heated argument, she set the Hussites against him. All in all, they did not conquer the castle. Gertrude the traitor in turn was beheaded and cursed by her sibling. This is why she cannot even enter the gates of hell. She is doomed to ro- roam the castle for eternity. Oh, shit. <laughs> what did that sibling do, though? <laughs> I know. I'm trying to figure out, like, they were probably playing Monopoly, right? That's what led to all of right. this. Right, like, like, trying to justify it, but also, like, what happened, though? You what was the mother. fight about? That is such an yeah. Aquarius reaction. <laughs> I want to hear both sides before I make a decision. <laughs> it is funny to like like to be so mad that not only are you this is i'm this is a really dark episode i'm sorry guys i'm sorry anna not only are you beheading the person but you're cursing them too you're like (laughs) this really pissed you off though like that moment of impulse yeah i mean i kind of get it a little bit but (laughs) yeah i've definitely like like if you can like betray someone super fast there's been moments where i fought with my siblings where i, I would have probably like beheaded them no no not beheaded them but like maybe <laughs> sold them out to to the whatever army i was like Ugh. you know and then afterwards been like that was probably a bad idea i was hungry after i ate which one <laughs> yeah which I, I think we know which one amanda no i'm just kidding <laughs> it's always amanda so yeah, so that's that castle. Definitely the, I think that's the the biggest bummer of the three castles that I'm going to be reading about. Any thoughts? <laughs> I never want to see castles in Poland ever again. <laughs> oh, actually, that off my city list. final fun fact, it, this place is currently a hotel. You could stay there. Why? <laughs> Do they, it's, it's really, like- it is really beautiful. It is a really big, beautiful castle. Wow. I wonder if anyone like hears anything or experiences like paranormal i tried to dig more into it to get like more recent events but i have a feeling it's all in polish so i couldn't (laughs) (laughs) take a friend (laughs) yeah i should have i should have had you look it up for me because when i was googling it i wasn't getting very many english links and the translations were difficult like even the google translate wasn't doing it so like, it oh, never does. Yeah. Really, I always have to fix it for people. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to stay there, apparently it's it's very Hogwarts-like. That's okay, why people so- go to it these days. <laughs> that sounds like a really fun experience. I mean, until you hear like noises. And- <laughs> I could be cool if just not alone, maybe, you know? I'd be upset. Like, I'd be like, I don't want to be anywhere near the baby wall. Oh my gosh, should guarantee that I won't be. Because what if someone brings a baby? I'm gonna think it's the dead baby. (laughs) You're gonna terrorize the entire hall. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I would be terrified. Because I'd be like, I don't know if this is like a ghost or this is your baby, but you need to control it, you know? Either way, we can unbrick (laughs) and rebrick this wall. (laughs) That is up to you. Oh my God. I'm sorry, listeners. That's the last dead baby joke I hope I ever make on the podcast, but. Sorry, dark humor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The second castle is the Chojnik Castle. Have you heard of this one? No, I don't think so. This is, I I understand how weird this is because it's like me. It's like someone asking like someone from America, like, have you heard of this haunted mansion that's in Idaho? And it's just like, (laughs) no, of course not. 
I've never actually been there to that yeah, area. Like, yeah, yeah, I have no clue. In the north, in the south. Yeah. So according to the article, Seven Haunted Polish Castles Where You Could See Ghosts by Natalia K. Chojnik is located on top of the, of the mountain, and it was a witness of many fights and battles. The fortified hill fort that is dominated by the castle was in use for a few centuries until the day when the thunder hit it and it burnt. The last owner of the castle, Hans Ulrich Schafgotch, was killed in 1645, accused of the betrayal of the ruler. When the castle was abandoned, people started to gossip about the shadow of the rider on the horse. He always appears from the dark mist, especially during the night. It seems that Hans Ulrich still guards his castle. Perhaps he never accepted the, the sad end of his goods. What? Is this like the um, Sleepy Hollow? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. Bad green. It does have like Sleepy <laughs> Hollow vibes for sure. Dang. It's a little sad. Yeah. I mean, all of these ghost stories tend to be pretty <laughs> sad. <laughs> never good you're right <laughs> but i think this one's a little more hopeful because it's like even though he was accused of betraying he's still very loyal and like is sticking with his castle there's something to that i think okay no you're not going for it you're not like yeah i like it but then like does that mean everybody else that like cons were they partly evil like <laughs> you know because he yeah. seems like very loyal and like territorial but he doesn't does he seem like he haunts people <laughs> it seems like he's like he's riding to the castle right he appears from the dark mist at night i'm telling you like do they not know they died like i wonder you know oh that is such a i that's, that's another <laughs> That's like hell. <laughs> we keep having these like conversations that touch upon things that actually, if I think too hard, scare me. Cause like, I'm not, but like when I hear that, it's like, am I dead right now? Right. I think about that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're crazy. That's okay. Listen, I'm a paranormal podcast host. I believe everything, but you, Anna and I and listeners, none of us are dead. Yeah, but what if this is all just like my imagination? You know, what if this is like my <laughs> Stop doing that? Don't do no. that. You know what else I do? I do. What if I made Dan up? Like, what if I wake up from a coma and I'm 12 years old and Dan doesn't exist? Like, what if exactly. I hit my head as a 12 year old and then I wake up like I'm a 30 year old with a boyfriend? No, right. like, like weird. What if we created all of this? You know. Well, we did a really good job. Of our brains. <laughs> Could have done a little better, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your reality definitely you gave yourself some, you know, tribulations over there, but here and there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we can't do that. I don't want to believe that he doesn't know he's dead. You know what else it could be? It could be a time slip. Have you heard yeah. about those at all? So like maybe it's like him. It's like a, a piece of time that's like replaying from like when it actually happened. Maybe. <sighs> that may, like in a different parallel universe? Like, could be. Or it could just be because sometimes people talk about like time being linear, but if it was like stacked on itself, like every time that's happening is on like the same thing. And the only thing that stops it is like the veils between. So would that be like deja vu in a way? Like maybe if this is what we're feeling like, oh, wow, I've seen this before. Are we reliving like certain moments of like 
where we've passed away in different like dimensions. Like, I don't know. It makes you like really think, you know, like I definitely don't. He, <laughs> like in that nightmare, like that sucks. I don't want to die a tragic death. <laughs> like, but, so this ghost, it's not his death. It's him just going. So maybe it's like the happiest, maybe this is his heaven is just doing this. Like maybe it's yeah, like him running back after winning a battle. And he like it's him. Why is that? I'm giving a really happy example, I think. Because like imagine like such a small little moment. It could be the happiest thing you could ever experience. Like that would not be my heaven to eat like a little strawberry popsicle by a little pond. Like I want to see like some grand mountains, you know? (laughs) Okay, well to to someone else, maybe eating a strawberry is more exciting than seeing a mountain. Maybe that's all he was excited about because that's all he experienced. Like, that's yeah. so sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we need to tell him about like Big Macs and because that's mine. It's just eating Big Macs until <laughs> pizza bagels are mine. <laughs> Ice cream sandwiches and just over like if if I if if you see a ghost that's eating a chip witch and just watching Bob's Burgers over and over, don't feel bad. That is my dream. I'm living it. <laughs> living your best life <laughs> yeah or best death I guess but yeah <laughs> just let awful. me you know don't sage me that's where I want to be <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why they haunt <laughs> yeah yeah because it makes them happy like leave me the fuck alone I like this <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why they don't want help too they're like no I want to stay here yeah like this is my heaven yeah and we're like we'll find a new one <laughs> Oh, we're like, please, we can do better than this, though. <laughs> yeah, which could be true. I do think it's better to, like, move on no matter what, like, that is. Yeah. I think it's what we're, like, I think it's what the natural consequence is. Like, I think that it's unnatural to try to stay here. Though I do think it'd be cool to be a ghost. Or are they too afraid to move on? Like, what are you afraid of? Yeah. What did you do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what are you holding on to? Yeah. <laughs> all right (laughs) no answers (laughs) i have one more and i like this one the best it's uh, to me it's not that sad but i feel like you're gonna find a way to spin it to be sad (laughs) i know i'm so pessimistic i have to change my (laughs) face that's okay um so this is darlowo castle definitely not pronouncing it right the l had a a little line like a slanted line through it and i just that's pronounced like a w like a w oh okay so that's darlowo castle then from that same article above, quote, the ghost of Duchess Sophia has been seen after her death. She appears dressed up in the long silk white dress and golden flat shoes. She steps carefully without any sound. The woman holds a candle in her hand and seems to be a guard of the castle. Who is this woman whose silhouette was seen by many people hired in the castle? Sophia, wife of Duke Eric II from the Pomeranian dynasty of Griffith. She lived during the second half of the 15th century. Sophia was a wise and powerful woman who loved the castle of Darwawa. Moreover, she was a person who used to control everything around her. And it seems that she cannot stop doing it. Wow, that sounds like that Bridgerton season two. What? There's a ghost in Bridgerton? I don't remember that. No, all. no, not the ghost, but it sounds like... Um, what she was wearing? Yeah, with the library scene with the candle in the hand. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Is that, wait, season two, right? Yeah, with uh, Anthony. I forgot what his name is. Sorry, yeah. it's 
<laughs> I don't know. I know who you're talking about. See, that one I really like because she's just like a boss bitch. Like, this is my castle. No, oh, we're talking about yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking yeah. about Bridgerton. <laughs> she was also a boss bitch, but that season two annoyed me in ways that I can't even express. Well, because the poor sister, you know. Just what talk was she to her. <laughs> You're clearly it. falling in love with the dude. Like, I know it's not normal, but like, just the I second know. you have feelings, it's so dumb. That one was. Yeah, that made me mad. Like, deal with your shadow work, all right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, get working on that shadow work. Let's go. Well, the castle, this one sounds cool. She's a, like, boss lady. Of the three, right. I think I would stay in this one. The most. I would, too. Yeah. Definitely because... away from me. <laughs> yeah, as far <laughs> as I... We definitely decided castle one's a no-go for all of us. Um <laughs> But yeah, Poland, a lot of the castles had like those ghost riders. That was a big one that came up a lot. One castle I didn't really touch upon had like a skeleton that roams the halls. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's scary. But I would be like, I'm here for it. I want to see this. Like, <laughs> you know, this is an experience. Because I have a lot of questions. Like, how do the right. bones stay attached? That's question number one. And if- also, like, how do you, how do you see really? Like... <laughs> You mean how does the skeleton see? Uh, I, like, <laughs> are you, you know, like, what's the school like? Is it completely empty? These are legitimate questions. I'm not laughing at you. It's just the thought <laughs> of like, <laughs> like. I would have just been like, wow. Like, I would feel so exposed like as a skeleton. Right? <laughs> like, I would be like, not afraid. to be like, whoa. <laughs> I need to put on some skin. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this comfortable for you? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I didn't really get into that one. Cause I was like, I don't know if I believe this. Cause like, is it a ghost of a skeleton? Cause that's weird. I don't understand. Right. Like why, why he have no skin? Like <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened here dude <laughs> yeah castles were really brutal i wonder if it has anything to do with the stone too because i know like super uh certain stones like can hold energy better you know like crystals how how some crystals are better at holding different energies so like i know i talked about on previous episodes like the penn state episode like limestone is really oh. so i wonder if any of those castles have that like like something that's just holding the energy in. you know like limestone or another stone that that does maybe that. selenite because that one doesn't need to be recharged so it actually charges up different stones so it can be re- like it can be there in place and not have to be under sunlight or like moonlight yeah just <laughs> and it's just absorbing like it's just absorbing our like our energy when we die dang it's a weird thought it is a weird thought if if i've learned anything from this podcast is that i do not want to die in a tragic death <laughs> <laughs> or like at least in a tragic death not in a castle if we can keep it outside of a castle i feel like you still have a shot <laughs> right because you can see more to the world yeah <laughs> than the castle yeah. <laughs> crazy yeah yeah so those are the castles well three of the many haunted castles in poland any final thoughts <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of questions, but I will not have answers to. <laughs> like what? Like, what, what question? real quick, I mean, lightning round. 
just basically on the lines of what I was asking before, like, you know, I mean, how are they like just stuck in place or like these, when you hear ghosts screaming, like, are they just, is that their hell? Like, yeah. You know, like, dang. What if they were like good spirits too? Like that sucks. Like who, like, how does that, how does that work? Those are my questions. Yeah. I really hope it's not their hell. I've never thought of it that way that like, you know, tortured ghost souls, like this could be what they perceive as hell being stuck here. That's weird to think about. And like, I that would be terrible. Yeah. yeah. Imagine reliving your like worst day. Like I'd be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And just feeling stuck in it. Deja vu, man. I don't, you keep saying deja. That's the one where I'm like, I don't think it's deja vu. But it's like, I guess in a similar f- feeling, right? Like you're reliving this the same thing but like are you just not consciously aware so like maybe on different planes you are like I was gonna why do we say, get deja vu right like it has to be the other question is do they know they're repeating the worst day or are they just repeating it unknowingly just going through that what trauma if, what if that's like their lowest self like you know how you have like your highest self what if at our lowest we are at a hell like level yeah you know? oh <laughs> I don't want to gotta work we all have to be yeah working on ourselves to not get there i guess because that's really scary terrifying no no it's a lot of questions <laughs> i choose to be more positive about all of it i don't want to believe that it's like they're actually actively suffering which they might be <laughs> honestly i've never thought of that but should um, be more hopeful <laughs> yeah yeah and, uh, you know, the next time you see a raven, give it a gift. They like gifts and see if that turns turns your luck around. I'll try it oh, and then I'll report back. <laughs> but it's another one of those things where you're opening another door, I feel like, by doing that. So, Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that note, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Normally, when I end the show, I ask if you have any, like, plugs or things, but you're not, like you know, you don't have like your own podcast or anything. Do you want people to follow you on your Insta? Sure. Okay. What's your-, <laughs> <laughs> what's your Instagram? Where can people find you? Just Anya Vita. <laughs> and how's so, that spelt? It's A-N-I-A-W-A-J-D-A. Yeah. Follow Anna and you can see her hanging out with my sister at the pool. <laughs> Yep. Because that's Why all they do. Distractions. <laughs> 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 I, well, anyway, this was, I had so much fun. Thank you so much for being a guest. Yeah, this is so fun. I laughed a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <me too>. <laughs> Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Chaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.